Welcome to episode 14 of the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers, this podcast is for you. You are in the right place. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. I'm Jennifer Fletcher, and I am a real-life volunteer. I worked vocationally in student ministry for a long time, and I'm now just volunteering with some high schoolers, and I love it. I couldn't stay away from them, and so I am so thankful for this podcast, helping us volunteers out. Chris, it's awesome. Good stuff. Well, hey, friends, before we jump into today's episode, do us a favor and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform, uh, podcast platform you use. That really does help us out. And then if it'd be great if you could just take time to leave a review. So whether that is an Apple or Spotify or whatever that might be, there's a great way you can just leave a review. And again, it really does help us out as far as getting the word out uh, about the podcast. Chris, I am so excited. We've got Todd Jones joining us today. Todd, how you doing? Hey, hey, good. How are you guys? Good, Todd. Todd you're in Duluth. Our, North, our 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 central our central rep. You rep us in the central part of the Georgia state of Georgia, which means Atlanta. That's basically, exactly <laughs> what that means. Atlanta, Duluth. Yes. Yeah, well, they now they're yeah, uh, out of the great metropolis of Duluth. So we were talking earlier about the diversity in Duluth. You can go to Duluth and eat anything you want from any nation in the world. Um, Chris and I we're we're talking about going to get Korean food soon. So I'm in. I'm all in. Yeah, Yeah, you said last Sunday, tell it like last Sunday, also you had how many, or was it last night? Last night you had how many visitors? Oh, no, this was Sunday morning. Um, We had 14 14 visitors, 12 different nations out of those 14 visitors. That's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey guys, in all seriousness, if y'all ever need any uh, just help thinking through diversity in your church, reach out to Todd Jones. He's a great guy uh, when it comes to all that for sure. Well, hey man, let's uh, tell everybody what we're talking about today, Todd. Well, it's a much needed topic, a fun topic to think through how to get that kid that talks too much to be quiet. What a topic, Mm. right? How do you know? And I'm wondering of the three of us, probably was the kid that probably talked too much, you know, when we were in class. It might be me, but uh, you know, uh, but man, I really do love this topic. Why do you guys think this is such an important topic? I think, you know, last episode we talked about creating a welcoming culture. And and if we want to do that, part of that is making sure that our kids are welcoming to each other. And so making sure that. Kids that talk too much give room for other people to talk. Kids that don't talk enough have a place to talk. All of that goes back into that idea of creating a youth group, creating a culture that's welcoming so that they can hear the love of Christ. I am so glad you're on this podcast because I was just thinking it's not ministry safe to hit a kid. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, so, so yeah, definitely honestly. not. We're definitely, yeah. you know, that's going to be our temptation on how to deal that's with right. this, but that is not the way that's we right. deal with so this, I'm right? So glad you and brought ultimately, up. Yeah, and this is ultimately important because we, we've we all had that kid, um, whether that's kind of an ADD type thing or whether or not that kid's just doesn't have good manners or whatever. We've all had that kid in our youth group that just tends to be a distraction. So we think it'd be worth just kind of thinking through some tips here on how to maybe deal with that kid. So we're going to talk about rules and uh, maybe guidelines and some just real practical ideas here. So let's just jump into them. Six ideas on how to get that kid that talks too much to be quiet. Well, number one, it goes back to a couple episodes back when we talk about relationship and we honestly, it's just, it kind of comes out in most of our episodes, but uh, episodes, but uh, the first thing would be simply this, get to know the kid. Can't recommend enough uh, this first one. 
Um, you know, we talk about relational authority, the study that came out from Springtide Institute, and it's this idea that you're not really going to have authority in a kid's life until there's a relationship there. That's going to be true also if you've got a kid that's in your small group, in your Sunday school class, whatever that setting is, uh, looks like for you. If you've got that kid that is just talking, 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 and you're going to want to influence that kid the first step might be for you just to take the time to really get to know that kid, which may be difficult. Let's be fair because you're aggravated as all get out with that kid. I mean, we've all been there, but, but you got to get to know them. You got to build a relationship with them. And then hopefully as a result of that, you will earn that right. Now, ideally you shouldn't have to earn the right. You should just be able to say, Hey, be quiet. Right. We get, we get that. But the fact is, is that man, that's going to go a long way. What do y'all think? Yeah, I think that it's so it's so important too to make sure that you get to know them because you don't know why they're talking too much. Maybe they just are legit off the chain and you've got Tigger in your youth group and he's too much or she's too much. But maybe also they're overcompensating and they're feeling a little insecure and so they're trying to get attention for certain things. The more you get to know them, the more you can kind of figure out, we're going to give you six tips, but kind of figure out which ones might work maybe hypothetically also jennifer not that this has ever happened to us on a trip or anything before that sunday is the day that the parents decide to give them a break off their meds and i I really don't mean that as a joke i mean that seriously and honestly as someone that has taken my break off my meds sometimes praise the lord and and i don't mean listen because i think that's a legit thing and i think there's uh that's a real some kids really need help with that but there are times where parents, you know, so it'll help you if you get to know them, you, you might start to discover some of those. Yeah, things, for sure. No doubt about it. And I, I was going to, yeah. so I think that's, I was just, go ahead, I was Dr. just going to say that sometimes the students, and, and this is a good thing too, so it's a positive for us, is they just feel like they're home. Um, and, and it kind of tags on to the welcoming student ministry when they're in your small group or, or on a trip with you, they feel comfortable and they can kind of, let it all out. And so, so that's a good thing, but it also can drag some bad things into it. It's not like they get too comfortable in the group is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Almost feeling too much at home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. Well, you know, speaking of home, I think that's why number two matters so much. You've got number two time. Throw it out. Yeah. And, and we've had to do this on our end and in our student ministry is, is create some house rules. Um, you know, some expectations of behavior. Um, again, if, if you're reaching students that, that may be unchurched, they don't they don't know they they don't understand you know they 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 haven't been in that situation so you have some expected behaviors of the students and and you kind of have those written out somewhere um i even took time to go through them and uh so as a as a volunteer maybe in your group have that expected behavior and one of the key ones for us is respect um that you will respect people if somebody's talking you respect them as they're as they're talking um don't blurt out don't shout out in front of somebody or you know if somebody's teaching a lesson respect that person and then when you speak you will be respected as well what great life skills i mean that's great and it's applicable to your youth group but also just for any other relationship or social setting you'll be in in life a great yeah. thing to be teaching them yeah and, and as i think about it just practically speaking some folks listening you know they may have a their youth group is really small you know um uh so or they may not have a situation where they can authoritatively set the rules for the entire youth group. Right. Um, so you could set these, you could do this as an overall youth ministry approach, but you also could create those rules just within your small group or within your Sunday school class or whatever that is as yeah. well. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
Jennifer, you got number three. It's a good one. Let's go. Yeah, I think that you have to remember that you, the volunteer, are also kind of the teacher. And so sometimes you might need to get a little teachery. And what I mean by that is just using creative methods to make sure that you're allowing for discussion. So an example of that would be calling out kids to answer questions. You know, like, hey, Chris, why don't you tell us what you think about that? Todd, you go next. You know, being a little bit guiding with who's talking when. And then especially with middle school, y'all, you might have to get creative with like a talking baton or teddy bear or monster truck or whatever it is. But hey, it's my turn. I'm holding the baton. I have a story and I toss it to whoever is next and they hold it. Um, I think it's something that's engaging. And when little Johnny starts talking and it's you're basically able to say in that moment, hey, you don't have the baton right, right now. Or you like, don't have listen, the man, stick, not your turn. So it's not your turn. And yeah. In a sense, it also is a win because it becomes an inside joke for your group. You know, like I think every group of middle schoolers would pick some random stuffed animal and name it. And it becomes this weird thing with the that little group of friends. But it's a double win. Keeps people not talking. Inside joke built. Check it off the list. Love it. Love it. Any thoughts there, Todd? That was, that's that's great youth ministry right there. It, it is. Todd's going, I'm going to use yeah, that. I'm, what are you I'm, talking about? <laughs> I'm going to use it. <laughs> I wrote that down. I'm use it in my own family. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so we're halfway through here. Here's where we're at. Six ideas on how to get that kid that talks too much to be quiet. Number one, get to know the kid. Number two, create house rules, uh, expected behaviors. Number three, use creative methods that allow discussion. Here's number four. Um, I really recommend that you know your steps on how to deal with the problem. Now, here's what I mean specifically. Um, It would be great for you and your other volunteers that you work with to have uh, a set of guidelines, if you will, steps on how you're going to deal with the kid that continues to be a problem and talk too much. And here's what I mean, specifically drilling down on that a little bit more. Um, maybe you decide I'm going to give the, uh, the kid that's in my group, I'm going to give them three, three moments where I keep them after class and remind them. But after three strikes, then, but you need to know how many times you're going to do that. So you don't overreact or underreact. Right. Um, and then maybe you're going to involve leadership So if you do have a youth pastor or someone who's in charge of your youth ministry, if you don't, you get to skip the step. But if you do, uh, involve leadership and ask them for help and what they would like to do in that. And then I think then part of that step also would be um, eventually that might lead to you talking to a parent if it's necessary. You know, I don't think you want to start there. I don't think you want to overreact and get there too fast. But there may, in fact, become a moment um, where you have to involve the parent. Now, obviously, there's all kinds of issues related to that. Hopefully you've got a situation where the kid, you know, their, their mom and dad is involved or mom or dad is involved, but it is possible you've got a kid that's unchurched and their, their home life's a wreck and that's not going to help. So you'll have to discern that based on number one, get to know the kid uh, as to how much you can involve the parents. Uh, but the, the key of this whole uh, point here is to n- have a plan in your mind that you're going to execute. And I think it'll be a little bit different for everybody, uh, but just take the time to have some steps. So here's the process in which I'm going to use uh, to get, you know, to get to where I hopefully can get this kid help because we haven't said this yet. I don't think as much as we want to love that kid, And as much as we do love that kid, we also love the other kids in our group that are completely getting distracted to the point where they're not able to learn anything. And we have to protect them as well and love them as that that as well. So that's why all this matters. Yeah. Thoughts? I think that's great because I think also that having those steps in in a plan in mind keeps you from getting too flustered because we all know that like 
that one kid, it doesn't just derail the group, it can derail me and to the point where I'm like, so aggravated. I am not showing a Christ loving uh, person to my students yeah, anymore. Real. I'm just annoyed. And so that kind of helps keep me in check too. with I don't have to get flustered and think on the spot, but I know my plan. I know the next steps. It's not shocking me. Yeah, love it. Todd, I love this next one. It's a real practical idea that you brought to the table. Let's hear it. Yeah, and I, I was and this is part of, of knowing your steps as well, but I think it's a practical tool is is just, you know, you know who that, that kid is. And so have one of your other leaders sit next to that that student, have a pre class conversation with that student with the other leaders and, and just say, Hey, not in front of the yeah, entire not in front class. Of, no, just, yeah. just that student. And, and <laughs> come up here, Johnny, yeah, let's talk. <laughs> um, no, but, but have that student, that adult sit next to that student. And if they get out of line, just say, Hey, I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder. That is ministry safe. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder just to remind you to, to, Hey, you're, you're talking too much. You're talking out and, uh, you just need to, to kind of reel it in a little bit. So it's just, you know, a safe way to do it, but also a very practical way as well. Yeah, for sure. I think that's awesome. I like it. I like it. I think, I think, you know, that's, that's a great way to involve volunteers or if you have a co-leader, whatever that looks like. Um, that's just a great, uh, and honestly, you know, there are kids that, that genuinely do struggle with ADD and some, some issues like that, that they may need some help, you know, yeah. like that. So, um, so I think that's great. Uh, Jennifer, wrap us up with number six. I like it because it's a little bit more of a positive take on how we can deal with it. Yeah, this. and I think so. My my last idea would be to use positive reinforcement. And with that, you're going to have to know the student like that first point. And so there might be kids that have certain behaviors that are making them distracting. This is not for that kid necessarily. But the kid that just is too eager <laughs> during your small group time to pull them aside afterwards and to remind them, hey, I love your ideas. I love that you're sharing. I think that that makes you a leader in our group. But part of being a leader in our group is creating a space for other people to voice their opinions and their thoughts. And so if you can come be my my helper, you have a role now, be my helper and help me let others have a chance to talk. Even talking about how you yourself as a leader, I, I want to answer every question. I have to practice patience and being quiet for a minute and it being awkward for a minute to let others have an idea. Can you help me do that? Um, I think sometimes that that side role for them then helps their mind when they're sitting in the group go, oh, I have a job here. I need to focus on this job and not always blurt out aloud everything that I think. Yeah, Todd, you said earlier, I liked what you said about maybe even being a positive uh, reinforcement like with the parents. Can you share that? Yeah, idea? And, and just, you, again, that child, you know, has had several uh, Sunday mornings, Sunday evening, Wednesday night, whatever it is, times of, of just doing well, you know, kind of understanding their role. And uh, you find them with their parent and you kind of go up to the parent with the child sitting there and say, hey, I just want to tell you about so and so he she they've been doing amazing. Uh, and, and so it, it again, it, it affirms that 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 kid, but also uh, allows the parents to kind of, you know, give some affirmation after as well. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, there are the six ideas, uh, six ideas on how to get that kid that talks too much to be quiet, get to know the kid, create house rules, use creative methods that allow discussion, 
know your steps on how you're going to handle it. Have another adult set it, uh, set next to that student, get another adult involved and then positive reinforcement. And I'll just remind you folks, listen, we don't think you need to implement all six of these things at one time, but maybe just take one or two of these ideas, uh, and just apply these things and make that your next step, something you could try. I think that would be great. Um, I did, I did just come up with a number seven, uh, I, I didn't tell you about, it, and that's just send them to another church. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't. don't hey, don't, Todd's group do is that. looking for some new students. So they're very diverse yes. at First Baptist yes, Duluth. So send them there. Todd yes, Jones. Yeah, yeah. Make so sure look uh, at this information. Yeah. <laughs> oh gracious! Well, hey, we we've all been there, and we know it's a challenge. And I would encourage you. Uh, volunteers, what you do matters, and we've all had those kids in our groups before. Uh, keep pouring into them because one day they're probably going to be youth pastors. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so keep cheering them on and keep up the great work. Well, hey, that does it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for trusting us with your time. We don't take that lightly, so we really do appreciate what you do, and we appreciate the fact that you've taken the time to put your headphones in or put us on in your car or listen while you cook or whatever that is. Uh, thank you for listening and giving us your time. Uh, hey, we would love to know, do you have any ideas on what we could do for an episode, something that you'd like us to hit on? Well, we'd love to hear from you on that. You can email us at youthministrypodcast at gabaptist.org. I'll link to that in the show notes page. Hey, and also don't forget that you can now find discussion questions in our show notes page as well. And that's going to help uh, your youth ministry grow together. You can look at those and talk about the episodes, maybe use them as a little bit of a training type moment. Yeah. And I'm so excited y'all episode 15 is coming up next and it is the flip side of today. The kid that talks too much we've already discussed, but now what about that kid that just won't talk and you're interviewing them and you don't know what to do. We're going to talk about it next So make sure you join us. Yeah, no doubt, because you know somebody was listening to this episode going, I don't, I would just, I wish a kid yeah, would Yeah, they're like, it is crickets I wish some in my kid in my group would talk. Yeah. Yeah, so so we're going to give you like some ideas on how to do that. Jennifer's going to come in here uh, just with all the answers. We're going to be Yeah, it'll be, be great. great. So you want to make sure. <laughs> hey, be sure to think of some of those before the next yeah, episode. Yeah, you okay, hey, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We're especially thankful for churches that continue to give to the cooperative program. Hey, if you need anything, you can find us at gabaptist.org slash nextgen. That's also in the show notes, by the way. Hey, we'll see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for volunteers.